on this week's episode of the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast. That's the interesting part that I struggled with, right? Like mentally, it's like, oh my God, I'm eating more calories. But what I found was eating the right calories, of course, and this is what fat loss and the VIP program gives you is eating the right amount of calories at the right time of day in the right combinations is what helps change your body. And I think that for me was one of those pieces that I've been able to bring forward. And, and because I've been able to see success, consistency has been a no-brainer, right? And I think that's the piece for me. Welcome to the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast, bite-sized hacks for busy mamas who want to live their best life. My mission is to not only empower you to fuel your body, but also fuel your mind and your soul. I got you. I'm here to help you burn fat, increase energy, and confidence. Hello, beautiful Georgia. Oh my goodness. Good morning. Good morning, Simone. How are you today? I'm doing great. First of all, thank you so much for being here. I know you're super busy right now in the midst of selling and staging your home and moving into another home. And oh my gosh, there's so much going on for you. So thank you. I'm excited about this conversation, Georgia. Um, I want to interview you as one of my rock star clients. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Truly. I mean, you have achieved some incredible goals and the conversation is going to be completely different to anything that I've actually done before in terms of what your struggles have been and how you've overcome them. So I'm really excited about this conversation because I think it's going to inspire a lot of people. So first of all, Georgia, you're down to your maintenance goal weight. Yes. You have released, and by the way, it's our one-year anniversary, one year and two weeks. Happy anniversary. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) You came to the program because you had gained the COVID-20 and in this time you've released 21 pounds and are you ready? 35 inches. Inches. I know. It's crazy. The amount is crazy. Like you look unbelievable. You just got back from a vacation in Hawaii and you weighed yourself and you were up one pound. This is a win. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Cause I, I indulged and, in, you know, in healthy stuff, should. but I indulged. So, you know, what I want to chat about today is some of the struggles that you had, um, over this last year and how you overcame them, because there's one thing that you have that I really need to celebrate. And that is consistency. And you yes. have stayed super consistent, but you've been Thank you. struggles. Um, so yeah, like walk me through your journey. Like where were you before feel for fat loss? Um, so I found for me, you know, as I entered into my mid forties, like what I used to be able to do in terms of like resetting my body wasn't working anymore. You know, I was working out and I was eating healthy and I was doing all of those wonderful things, but I wasn't seeing a change in the scale or even more importantly, like a change in my clothes or my body. Right. And a lot of that was both internal and external. So what did I look like on the outside, but also how did I feel on the inside? Um, so that was my biggest problem. And as I recognized that my metabolism and my hormones were starting to play a bigger role in the way that my body was processing things, I was stuck. Like, And in some instances, I was probably, one of the other things I realized is I was probably not eating enough. So I was going into a calorie deficiency, but it was actually working negatively towards me, Uh, towards my overall goal. So so you were working out, right? You were working out, but you were not eating enough for your body. No. 
And so I was down to 1200 calories. Yeah. Like I was doing like the 1200 calorie maintenance and I was gaining weight and I wasn't losing any weight. And I'm like, well, I used to do 1200 calories and I could drop three pounds in three days, but now none of that was working. Right. And I think that was my biggest challenge. I'm so glad that you're saying this because especially as you go through perimenopause and menopause, what I see all the time is this population calorie restricting. Cause we're like, okay, something like my metabolism is slowing down. So I'm going to eat less and I'm going to calorie restrict, but this will never work. And real quick, you're going to send your body into starvation mode in starvation mode. Your body's going to store calories, store them as fat. You will gain weight. You will never lose weight in a calorie deficit. That's not correct for you. And so we figured out how many calories you should be eating. And, and then what did you do after that? You know, when you just mentioned that, you know, how many calories I should be eating and I, and you'll probably acknowledge this, like I struggled with that because I went from like 1200 calories to like 1500 calories. Yes. And now that I'm in maintenance, I'm up to almost 1900 calories a day, which, (laughs) which this is the best. (laughs) And I, and, and there's days where I can't eat enough. I'm like, I'll just keep eating because I need to eat more calories. And, um, and that's the interesting part that I struggled with, right? Like mentally it's like, my God, I'm eating more calories. But what I found was was eating the right calories, of course. And this is what fat loss and the VIP program gives you is eating the right amount of calories at the right time of day in the right combinations is what helps change your body. And I think that for me, was one of those pieces that I've been able to bring forward. And, and because I've been able to see success, consistency has been a no brainer. Right. And I think that's yeah. the piece for me. And I have to say, just thank you for entrusting me, you know, and our coaches, because I can totally imagine how hard that must have been for you. You know, all, all this time we've been taught that less calories is better for us. Right. So to actually go against the grain, um, and eat more, but eat more of the right food and at the right time. Um, and now you're at 1900 calories guys. Did you just hear that? 1900 calories at maintenance and still losing inches, gaining muscle, looking phenomenal. I know I can share your photos, but anonymously, <laughs> but yes. you, just sent, you just sent them to me and it's like, you got six pack abs and you have a butt that I like could only dream of. <laughs> no, seriously, you're just, you've transformed, but you yeah. trusted the process when it comes to eating more and eating more of the right food. So then, yeah, what changed for you uh, as you went? So I think for me, what changed is the mental side, right? Like my, my relationship with the scale and I know all women have, and I don't want to use that and I apologize, but I would say a lot of us have a relationship with the scale that is unhealthy. Right. And, you know, so for me, there was months where I was incredibly positive about that. And then there was months where I really struggled with this relationship with the scale and what it looked like and how it looked. Um, and I think for me, that was probably the biggest piece is, is changing my relationship. So it, you know, like everything, your relationship with food, your relationship with your partner and your friends, like that needs to be a healthier relationship. And because of that, now I look at it and, you know, it's a checkpoint, but it's only one of many checkpoints. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like mic drop. That is such a huge, huge thing to walk away with. And I know, um, you know, we went through feel for fat loss together. Then you came into VIP and there were a couple months there, the first couple months of VIP where you seemed to be struggling in the scale, um, was not moving, right. It wasn't moving yeah. in the way that you wanted it to. Um, and then, you know, and I thought you were going to leave. I'm like, okay, where, you know, 
even though you all these other things were checking out, like your photos were looking good, you were keeping up with your workouts and your macros, you were feeling good, you were sleeping better, like all these other things, but the scale was that one piece. And then you ended up registering for the whole year and yeah. blew my mind. And then the scale um, got to a point where you're at maintenance now. Yeah. And I would say, you know, what's also, you know, an important piece is recognizing how we don't compare ourselves or evaluate ourselves to others. Right. Like I say, I've only lost like 21 pounds or at least 21 pounds. But for me, that is, that's my body. That's a lot for my body. Right. Absolutely. But others have had an incredible amount of success, you know, in a time frame, in a very different time frame, Right. So you know, similar to your relationship with your partner, like you can't compare it to anyone else because everyone's, everyone's journey or everyone's kind of requirements are different. And I think for me, that was the other pieces. Again, it's what is it for me? Not what it is for everyone else. This is huge. We should never, it's like a comparison is the thief of joy. Um, and you know, especially in this type of environment, um, you know, what, we're trying to cultivate is really uplifting others and each other and um, celebrating each other's wins, but knowing that everybody is different. You might lose 21 pounds and 35 inches, but someone who has more weight to, to lose and you, uh, you know, release that in a year, someone who has more weight to lose. Like, um, you know, we had somebody release 30 pounds in two weeks, but they had more weight to lose. So if you were comparing yourself and you're like, Oh my gosh, well in the last two weeks, I've only lost two pounds. That is just not healthy. So you really changed your relationship with food. You changed your relationship with the scale, but also with comparing yourself to others. Like this is a huge mental shift. Totally. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's why for me, I feel like there has been so much success and probably I could have had more success earlier on if you consider that, because it did take me 12 months, right. To really get to where I wanted to be. But the reason that happened was because I think there's a lot of things that we mentally hold on to. Like we were talking yeah. earlier, like there's a lot of things that we, we personally hold on to. And, you know, it's like, how do you deal with those things? Yeah. And, you know, my biggest, um, uh, takeaway from this is, is, is your, you transformed and it was so much more than 21 pounds and 35. Yeah. It is a, a, an emotional transformation. It is mind, body, and spirit. And you just, you're glowing. You look so happy. And that's like my win for, you know, my goal for every single one of our clients is that you love your body more. And I can truly feel that you do. Um, yeah. And so basically you you were going through this time, you were struggling um, with weight loss because you're in perimenopause. You doubled down on two things that I really want to make a note of. So anybody who's watching or listening, if you're struggling with hormones, there's two things that Georgia did. Number one was she doubled down on her macros. Yes. Yeah. And those, and, and like, it was the running joke around here, like in terms of like, playing with food. I'm like, no, I'm going to eat this apple with almond butter. No, I can't because I'm too high on my fat. Like I, and it was a nightly joke around this house because of that, in terms of like making sure I could get to my macros as much as possible. Um, because, you know, and I think this is a mental thing a little bit, right? Like it's like, if I follow the rules, if I play the game, if I do it well, I'm going to win. Right. And my idea of win was like doing where I'm at today. So that's why I was like, I'm not going to screw with this and like be laissez-faire because I've also found when I do get laissez-faire, even within VIP right now, I notice a difference pretty quickly, right? Mm. You notice when your body isn't responding the way that it needs to. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it wasn't only about eating the right amount of calories, but it was about balancing your protein, your fat, your carbohydrates effectively. And I'll tell this to any person um, in the world, you should always make sure your macros in, are in check. But if you are in perimenopause or menopause, your hormones are out of whack. Uh, we have an upsurge of cortisol. We have uh, estrogen that is dropping. So we have to balance out our hormones. And the best way to do that is through our food, through balancing, yeah. macros, which is actually really simple. Um, and then the other thing that you did is you double down on your workouts Yeah, and you do our workouts, which are less than 30 minutes, um, a week and you're just like, you're rocking them. You're thriving. Yeah. So I do that. And like, I do some augmentation because obviously like there's some things where like, as I'm, you know, pushing my body and I want to strengthen, like, so I'm doing more now, like I do, I ride a lot. Um, I also do like one of the benefits of having my core is like, I commit to my core every day (laughs) and you can tell (laughs) I I do a 10 minute core every day because that, and also like, I find for me, like it helps on my lower back. Right. Like, and it's, it's an interesting thing when you start to go through changing your body and changing like the way that you see it, you also realize where everything is connected. Right. So when you're having lower body pain or lower back pain, it's because your core isn't strong enough yeah, or your core absolutely. is actually too strong. And it's, you know, and that's some of the other things I found too, is like, I was activating my core too much and it was actually causing other challenges because I was constantly like, yeah. you know, flexing. Yeah. Um, but that's a total aside. Um, and, and, and when, when I'm curious, when it comes to the workouts, are you trying to lift heavier? Because I, I just looking at your body shape, I kind of feel like you are. Yeah. I am now starting to lift heavier. Um, and that for me is like, it's how I want my body to look. If that's an, that's an okay way of saying it. Right. Like I, I don't, I recognize that I am never going to be like svelte, like in, I'm uh, like, I'm healthy and, I'm, but I'm never going to be that long sinewy model. Right. Like that's not my body. So, oh, but you are toned and you got some great lean muscle. Oh my gosh. I wish I could share your photos right now. Yeah. But, and, but yeah. that's what I want. Right. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I would like, I, I get great joy when someone comes up to me and says, you know what? I really like your shoulders. Like that, I think is totally sexy you- as opposed to my God, you're super skinny. Yes. And skinny is not necessarily healthy. And when I look at no. you, I just see um, the picture of perfect health. And I love that you, you're, you've you got these toned, gorgeous muscles and like this butt. I just got to describe this butt like it's lifted. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that does come from heavier lifting. So we are, um, and this is something I encourage you to do in some of our strength workouts um, is over time, eventually start lifting a little bit heavier because your results will be better. So I, I, we're debunking another myth there because so many women are afraid of lifting heavy weights. You know, we were taught in the seventies and eighties and even nineties, like lift your five pounds, right. And you're going to tone that doesn't work. So, you know, that's, that's a great myth to debunk. Um, there was something, so I said to you earlier, and this is what I want to kind of end on today. I said, you know, Georgia, I'm just so proud of you. You do everything that I tell you to do. And you're like, yeah, I do everything except, um, sometimes I don't listen to you. And I wanted to, (laughs) I want to share what you actually don't do (laughs) because it's worked for you. And I think it's actually going to get some people excited. (laughs) So I do drink alcohol. Um, not a lot and not daily, except when I'm on vacation. And then yes, it is daily. Um, but I also work it into my macros, right? Like, so on my cheat day on my Saturday. And so the other thing I told Simone, as we were leading into this is that I have had dessert three times in the last year. And so I, 
But let, let's let's like preface that because some people are going to be like, "What? You don't want to have dessert? Well, you could take it or leave it." I don't actually desire it. Like, so uh, I used to have every night I would have two pieces of dark chocolate, and I when I started Fuel for Fat Loss and we went through the thirty days where there was like the no no list, I cut that out, and I haven't had a desire ever since. Right. So in three in a year, I've had three desserts, and I look at it and I'm like it's, it's beautiful. It looks lovely, but I just don't desire it. Right. So for me, I'm not going to have something I actually don't crave and, you know, but alcohol, I actually enjoy it. I I find it, it's a relaxing, I find it, it's a social, like, you know, I enjoy having a glass of wine with a good dinner. So for me, I work those into my macros. I'm very clear. And, you know, instead of drinking a lot of wine, you know, I'll drink a lot of like margaritas, but I don't actually put any simple syrup or agave in it. Right. So I've actually, so it's like tequila and lime juice. I'm like, okay, well that could be more unhealthy, but it's not right. So that's why for me, it works into my macros and I'll drink a couple of drinks in the week. And that for me, you know, is where I celebrate that. And I'm so glad that you do, and it's totally working for you. And I just, you know, um, where I stand with alcohol is in the beginning, let's remove it while we cleanse the body, which you did those first 30 days. And you cleansed your body so much so that you, you got rid of the sugar cravings that you had before, you know? So, and that's what we do with our cleansing, which is phenomenal that you were able to now, like what freedom, Georgia, that you can now look at a dessert and I'm not there. Like, Inspired by you, um, you know, and uh, like the point is that you're you don't ever feel like you're depriving yourself, and you're choosing what type of treat it's going to be, and then you're making it fit your macros, which is really the power of macros, right there. Totally right, and I think it's also what we consider a treat, right? Like I think really great bread is a wonderful treat. Whereas others would be like, that is just bread. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think other people are going to relate to you on that. Totally. Like really good bread. And, you know, I posted a picture the other day when we were in Maui, I had um, an amazing pancake that they had made. Like, and it was like um, carrot cake pancake with fresh macadamia nuts. And I'm like, uh, that is my treat, right? Like I would much rather have, uh, you know, amazing breakfast than chocolate, which is a very strange thing for me to say, but it is. And, you know, and I think that's where we look at the way that we have this relationship with food is like, what actually brings us joy? Totally. Oh my gosh, Georgia, you have just like taken this conversation a whole new way that I've never had before. So I just want to thank you for that. Like, I think that people are really going to walk away feeling inspired. And the bottom line is consistency. You um, stuck with it, even at times when it felt counterintuitive, even at times when you felt like you were struggling and, um, not seeing the results that you wanted to, even though you were, but you changed your relationship with so many different pieces and ultimately learned to love yourself more. And this is like my ultimate goal. So I'm just so pleased that you're here. I'm so happy that you're part of this community and me too. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a part of it. We just love you so much. Well, thank you. And I want to thank the coaches as well, because I know there's, they play a big role in being consistent and checking in and making sure, you know, particularly when you're having like a less than great day, they intuitively know that they need to just like poke you and be like, you're quiet today. What's going on? Right. And I think that's the whole thing is like, so I'm really thankful for the coaches and the support and yourself. 
and love, you know, where I'm at right now. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, good luck with all of the, the sales of, of the house and moving, which I know is stressful, but yeah, use your workouts to stay sane. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And we will be here for you. So thank you again so much, Georgia, for taking the time. And thank you for all of you um, listening right now. Super inspired by this conversation. Thank you. Like what you're hearing? Head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuning in from and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. High-fiving you from over here. Want more? Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Simone N. Lovell, where I share daily lifestyle tips, recipes, workouts, and stuff that is going to make life a little more awesome.